Dramatica Analysis of Terms of Endearment, recorded April 8, 2014, led by Chris Huntley. Tonight we watched Terms of Endearment, and let's do an analysis of it by starting off with identifying the four through lines. Overall story, can anybody try to describe it in a very short phrase or a sentence? I had to start with that. Finding love. <coughs> um, no, go ahead. Well, it's, it, I mean, there's a lot of uh, people looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm. Okay. Uh, but, but, all right, so, but what is that? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I start discussions, I do not finish them. <laughs> so having successful relationships, I think, is... Okay, well, um, all right. Now, is that what we're seeing, or is that what people are trying to achieve? I think um, it's what they're trying to achieve. Right, so, I mean, it, so it's more, I'd say it's more about dysfunctional relationships, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. a good sign. I, I mean, mean... Story forming sign, yeah. Because you've got, I mean, just about every single relationship mm -hmm. is messed up. Mm -hmm. right. Especially... Uh, if they involve or have some sort of love tied to them, that or, or familial tie, or potential familial tie, <laughs> but yeah, mm -hmm. romantic or, or familial relationships seem to be kind of a, <coughs> the subject matter. It doesn't matter which character you're looking at, they, they all seem to have, be involved in that in some capacity. Friendships, no problem. It's just the, the right. love. No, and it's, the, yeah. it's the love thing. Yeah. Right. Right, which is, you know, made a big deal of in many, you know, many different ways. Um, all right, who is the main character? Will. <laughs> okay, we can, we can have a selection. We don't need to... Well, I think, I mean, we open on Aurora... We get more of her as an adult than we do of uh, Emma, but then it goes back and forth a lot. We see a lot of Emma's travails too. Aurora or Emma? All right. And are there any other? Are they seem to be the two that we would indicate? Well, All right, two. Yeah, when, when you talk about the impact character, um, I mean, I, I would tend to lean toward Aurora for a couple of reasons, but one of them is because I think it, it seems to me that there's kind of, seems to be an in, a handoff impact character energy from Emma to Jack Nicholson, whatever his name was, uh, and then back to right. Emma again. Right. Um, and Where so Jack Nicholson's the main character? No, 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 as impact character. 
so Emma and Jack is. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so my my, my theory is that Emma, Emma, and uh, what was his name? What was the actor? Garrett. 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 Garrett Breedlove. See that? Yeah, my theory. So my theory is that Emma and uh, Garrett uh, hand off the impact character. Impact, you know, influence character impact, which would basically put Aurora in the position of main character. So, okay, that's my theory. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that there are two main characters with two. Well, well, no, well, if we had to pick one main character, I think it would be Aurora with two impact characters. That's how I would say it. It'd be Aurora then. Uh, Aurora as as main character, and then Emma and Garrett as impact character. Okay. Um, it was even interesting when Emma came back to Houston and Jack Nicholson sees her, he goes, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just leave the scene now because... <laughs> <He's back. laughs> yeah, my impact Those character. I, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I have a hard time seeing the entire story seen through Aurora because I don't uh, think that is all the, at all the case. I mean, right. there's half of the movies with Emma as the main character. Yeah, true. Um, you know, there may be, Aurora might be the protagonist somehow, I don't know. Um, so, with mm -hmm. Emma, what is, let's just talk about the different relationships. Yeah, once, I think once key. we get up to adults, like the, the young teenage Emma, where it's Deborah Winger. Well, the, inter, the, the beginning part is just sort of setting up the dysfunctional yeah. family. Yeah, it so. feels like she's definitely the main character there, because it's about her kind of growing up and... Well, that's two little. scenes later, right? I mean, you basically have two scenes with her as a baby, with her as a yeah, child, and then... Yeah. So that feels main characterish to me. Okay, so what is the relationship between Emma and Aurora? Mother daughter, right. Mother I mean... Who seems to have a very, have a very uh, sisterly relationship. Just, yeah. No matter how many conflicts they have, they're still talking every day. Yeah, so. it's almost big sister, little sister. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Aurora and Garrett is uh, is a um, sort of romantic. romantic relationship, right? And Aurora and Aurora and Emma. Do you see um, in what way do you see Emma as being Aurora's influence character? Oh, I mean, Emma, uh, Emma. I'm sorry, Emma being Aurora's wait, wait, influence character. Influence character. Uh, be well, because she's she's so because Aurora's so tightly wound up that Emma, you know, I mean, just going off and marrying Flap in the first place, mm -hmm. you know, gets under her skin, and uh, uh, you know, and just and running off, you know, running off with them, just just being kind of chaotic. Um, compare, you know, compared to Aurora's, I'm not trying to pick any terms here, but. You know, her approach to everything is, is very uncontrolled and chaotic, and you know, which is contrast with Aurora. And the same thing is true with Garrett. You know, he's he's very chaotic and out of control. And uh, you know, she's the one with the with the um, bug up her ass. You know, um, so that seems to be um, the common dynamic between the two. Um, what so. Garrett and Emma both bring to Aurora is less less controlled right. than she would like. Now, how do we separate... Now, this is one of those things where we run into a, a bit of an issue where... I think there's a couple things going on, but one of them is that since it's a story is sort of about relationships, 
the the big picture. It's about relationships. So you've mm-hmm. got to separate from that from the relationship through line. Mm-hmm. The one where it's about the per- a relationship perspective. Okay. Um, so the idea mm-hmm. is that when you're dealing with a main and influence character, they're going to have a very specific relationship. It's of the that's that's where you get the you and I are just alike kind of conversation. Um, so do you see that in in all those all the three of those contexts that sort of you and I are alike as opposed to it being about a relationship? Mm. I mean a really good example is when you look at Flap and and Emma he is no no way he is clearly not an influence character he doesn't his decisions you know in terms of their family which is sort of the big picture yeah there's there's an effect but there's really no direct influence that's that's sort of challenging uh, Emma's way of seeing the world right well no, I, I mean she yeah. sort of she expected him to be faithful and he obviously breaks that down but I think other than that, no, I don't think he ever challenges. He just does stuff that he doesn't challenge her worldview. That, um, he just yeah, it's sort of like I'm well, I mean, that's that's the did. very first thing that that Aurora even says about him. Is that you know, he's not smart. He's not challenging. He's not going to surprise you. He's basically there's there's nothing there to push against, mm-hmm. um, and he pretty much Proves lives me. up to that role. <laughs> You know, he doesn't. He does not have any influence over her, really. Just some logistics, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of jumping ahead a little bit. Do we see Emma or Aurora as a change character? Which is the change, and which is steadfast? I. I Here's to me that, uh, what do you think about? <laughs> I don't think that, uh, um, Jack Diggler's in change. No, he doesn't change. No, no, but no, uh, between Emma and Aurora. Between the mother and the daughter. Who is Emma and Aurora? The mother and the daughter. The daughter and the mother. Shirley McLean and Deborah Lee. I, I, I think, um, uh, Aurora is the one with, with the arc. I mean, I, she's the, a change character. She's the character. Yeah, yeah change so, character. I mean, yeah. you, no, you she see clearly it, is. You, you see you it see happening. You see her with a baby at the beginning. You see her with a baby at the end. Very, very. She's very nurturing at the end. She was completely not. Right. It was all about mm-hmm. Aurora yeah. at the beginning. Everything was about Aurora. Now, she's focusing on the children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. that's a big turnaround yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's. And you know you have the the you and I moment is when Emma tells Aurora, you know, when Aurora says that you know we always fight, and you know <laughs> Emma's like, well that's just the way it's, you see it from your side. That's that's I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's sort of like, you know, we're the same. No, we're nothing alike. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why it looks like Aurora's a main character 
there is, I think, a substory with the with the astronaut. That's kind of part of the overall story, but because Aurora's is such a heavily explored character, she looks like a main character. Um, and you know, and you get that in, you get that effect of that sort of steadfastness that's having an have an effect on her. So, I think that you actually have a a sub story. It's very much like um, the other James L. Brooks that we did. Uh, Something's got to give. Remember where uh, Jack Nicholson is the writer. As good as it gets. As good as it gets. I'm oh, sorry. As good as it gets. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. yeah. You know, yeah. He's, got right. The, right. he's got the the relationship with the neighbor, and then he's got mm -hmm. the relationship with the, the waitress, mm -hmm. and they're all in the same area, but they're really two different stories. Mm -hmm. I think this is sort of the same kind of thing. You've got two different. You have an Aurora story, and you have an Emma story, and they're kind of superimposed on one another. And since they are each their own. In, in the one story, there you know one's a main influence, and then then the other one has their own story. It's it's a it's a little right. different in that regard. It's more like Jerry Maguire. Yeah, you know. So I think that that's okay. what's sort of going on. Um, but but in Jerry Maguire, the main character is a chain uh, is a steadfast character, which is the same thing in the in the main story. It's a steadfast character, and chain and the other character Aurora, in case is a change. But she's also sort of a. It, I think it looks like the other story is kind of like the same story. It's more like, sort of, in that regard, it does look like he's an he's that that Jack Nicholson is sort of standing in for Emma. Yeah. yeah. But not as a main character. That's what's bizarre. Right. 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 Well, again, that's why that's why I that's why I would attribute them. If we're trying to find just one story form, but if there's like kind of. You know, a sub-story form, then that's well. You know, see, that's I think. Different. See, the thing is, uh, if you look at his change in steadfast, then it's really clear. Aurora is the change character, and um, Garrett and Emma are the steadfast characters. Mm -hmm. But I really think we're supposed to be seeing the story from Emma's perspective, and I think we're supposed to also see that part of it from because we pretty much step away from the main story and go into. Dating the astronaut story, mm -hmm. um, and that is fits into the bigger story with for the change character, but we're seeing it through her eyes, which is just a really bizarre way of, of doing it. Mm -hmm. I just it's sort of like really really super developing that character that normally doesn't get that much play mm -hmm. because they're the influence character as opposed to one of the principal, you know, yeah. not the principal character. I was just going to ask. Is the the John Lithgow character Sam any kind of impact on Emma? No, she's you know he's a release valve. Okay. You know he's in that just another kind of dysfunctional relationship. Yeah, the d dysfunctional relationships. I mean, she says goodbye to him and is like, okay, we had a great time. You know, okay. I'm going off. Okay. You know, and it's just like with the other woman. You know that Janice. that flap is seeing. You yes. know, it, it's all very dispassionate. You know, well, I'll let flap. For what, I don't remember exactly what she said, but sort of like all. You know, you need to discuss it with him. We've already discussed it all, and I don't want to reveal anything because it. You know, mm -hmm. it really. 
It's just very, very dispassionate. It's like, yes, that's exactly the problem. And it's also when you have a lot of times when, when um, Aurora is talking about the other characters, she's very dispassionate about Flat, about, you know, all of them, about what, you know, she says, oh, I'm being very direct or I don't lie. Well, yeah, but she's also being pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and again, that it could be, a, you know, her... Um, I, I don't know. You, she could be argued to be a like you know a control character or the the reason character, which means you know she, her her logic, her her rash, her her appearance or her belief that she's being the rational one is uh, could I you know I think it could play into um, you know the subjective story energy in that you know Emma's the one who who just runs with her feelings and she's the one who's trying to rationalize everything and put you know. Uh, uh, fit everything within her value system, right. basically. Keep, um, she keeps all these guys sort of at arm's length, and then Jack is the one. Right. I mean, and, that's but, but he's the one who get who. Gets yeah. That, that's that's the one time she kind of succumbs to her feelings. Right. You know, she brushes them off, and then she kisses them, which was you know kind of a cliche movie moment. But it's but it's an it's it's a you know it's an expression that yeah the feeling part of the argument is come is is getting under her skin mm -hmm. and and uh, affecting her, right. changing her. Up worldview, changing our paradigm. Okay, so um, so we have so Aurora's. I'm just gonna put over here. It is a change character. Emma steadfast. And what I would suggest we do, yeah. we focus at least initially. We focus initially on the Emma story because I think that's the one that is a complete beginning to end. Um, story form, and I think after that we can look and see, look at the Aurora story, and see how similar or dissimilar it seems to to be in terms of how it fits with the other story form. Because it might be that it's it's like almost a mirror image over it, so right. that it just is working to really just reinforce it, but give you sort of. A broader experience yeah. level. I mean, every now and then, you know, you have main main character and impact character are so equally developed that you're not like Greece. It's like you know, who's the main character there? The boy or the girl? Well, it's been the thing like you what? ask. Greece, the movie oh, Greece. Greece. You know, um, so it could be the same thing here. It's like they may be in their own domain, but there's a story form where one's the main character and there's another story form where the other's the main character, but they, you know, right. But this, I mean, actually has a separate. I mean, the Aurora main character story. You could cut all of that out, as far as the astronaut side, mm -hmm. and Emma's story would still work so long as Aurora still developed. You know, so you, you you need to fill that Aurora's development in, but not to the expansiveness that they did. Um, okay, and. Uh, so we said, for, for looking at Emma as the main character, we have her as a steadfast character, all right? Is she a doer or a beer? This is, in other words, when Emma runs into a problem, what's her approach? Is she more likely to do something or is she more likely to change her own behavior? She does stuff. Okay, can you give some, an example or two? Yeah, she confronts uh, 
her husband and Janice. Hey. Um, she. When, when she believes her husband is cheating on her. Yeah, she starts an affair. She, yeah. Um, She's basically in the position, oh, let's go ahead and do it, you know. <laughs> she leaves, she goes to, back to Houston. Right. She gets married, just to sort of, like, yeah, she just you know. Married. Gets married in spite of her mother's. Right. Right, she doesn't, her mother, on the other hand, is a huge beer. <laughs> very, very manipulative. Mm-hmm. You just see those men and how she how she just just by the look or the not or what she does you know just has these men completely in control mm-hmm. yeah. you know um, a lot of times for her it's it's I mean she it's the lack of doing anything you know but the the attitude that she gives you know mm-hmm. yeah that you know so there's there's a really stark contrast in terms of one being a doer and one being a beer um, all right. Uh, problem solving style, linear or, or or holistic, for Emma. For Emma, I think an example. Um, my well, one thing to make you think holistic might be that when Flat says he needs to take the job. In Nebraska, she thinks to herself, well, it'll help his career. That she's sort of not, not necessarily what she wants to do. But. Well, no, I think that that's a much more linear way of looking at it. But it's not going to help his career. He's not going to make any more money. Okay. You know, but it's going to disrupt all the relationships and, the, and for the kids and for her and the things that, you know, the environment. So that's what really frustrates me. Yeah, but, but you get the sense that at that moment what she's thinking about is Sam, Sam, John yeah. Lithgow. Yeah. You know, you get the clear oh, I won't be able to, you know, carry on this affair anymore. And so so that's why I'm, I'm that, at least that's the impression I got. I mean, yes, all those were kind of concerns, but it seemed like the central thing um, that she was kind of hiding behind her eyes was, oh, I won't be seeing him anymore. Right. Um, I don't know, which, which I don't know, may suggest a linear um, kind of reasoning, but uh, I'm not I sure. mean, look at look what she, you know, when she gets married, it's sort of like, it's not cause-effect. She's not, mm. you know, she's not, the, her mom is absolutely linear. Oh, look, it's, here's the rationale, that's right, I shouldn't do this because I'm, I'm not being honest, therefore I will not, get to, that means I won't attend your, your, mm-hmm. your wedding. Okay, mom, the don't, you know, it's like, she's not really, she's, you know, she, and, and her response is to keep her mother at bay, mm-hmm. which is that there's no linearity to that. It's just sort of like, okay, you know, there's a deficit over here, so I'm going to, I'm going to move it a little bit and not, not let it just resolve itself. Well, okay. And then the, the exchange where she says, you know, what we're, we've always been fighting, and she goes, you know, that's, that's just how you see it. Right, but yeah, yeah. I mean, she just she looks to even with how she looks how she t- works with her children. You know, yeah. it's like at some point she knows her children are very linear thinking. At some point, you're gonna 
in the future you're going to think that you're going to feel really bad because you didn't say you love me, but you know, I'm telling you I know you love me and I you know, do not feel that way about that. She's, she's, she's essentially packing up positive energy down the line if and when this her son grows to a point where he could feel really guilty about you know, dealing with the issues that he's dealing with, which are, you know, really valid, because he's got, he's got parents that are, yeah, that are, you know, kind of screwed also, up. Also literally tries a holistic approach when her baby's sick. She kind of makes a steam room, and oh, I don't know how long it lasts, and, you know, right, doesn't right. go to the doctor, and think, like, the most logical step. Yeah, even dealing so with the cancer, it's all—it's—it's it's very nonlinear. The whole way she's sort of just treating it, it's just, you know, well, am I gonna, die? you know, it's not like, well, okay, am I going to die? When am I? How long do I have? And there's never any like, how long do I have? There's no cause-effect thing going on here. It's like, okay, now it's about time we need to, you know, I need to address the children, and you know, it's just a very, very holistic way of dealing with it, not linear at all. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why when they she gets to Nebraska and sees Janice, like, okay, you know, I see how things are all about fit. Alright. <laughs> you know, I could I could kind of like pretend like even though she heard the conversation and his side of the conversation was pretty damning. You know, it's but, and of course the logic that he uses against her is very linear, and that, that would be the way that she would see rationale. So, anyway. so I mean, I'm, I'll, just, I'll just put a dot in line. I think, it, I think it's supposed yeah. to be holistic. Um, which is also one of the reasons why the men in this room are going to be less engaged with her personally. I mean, we can share her experience, but we can't be in her shoes, which keeps us a little bit at bay. All right. Story driver. Do actions drive decisions, or decisions drive actions? And what what would they be? So this one seems to be probably the clearest one of all. Yeah. <laughs> it's pre-action based. Right, and so what are the big key things that change the story? She gets married. Right? Um, baby's sick. They move. Well, the baby's sick and then gets better, so that, that doesn't but really change. You mean her being getting sick? Her, the, yeah, finding, her, finding her the cyst. Getting, yeah, finding yeah. the cyst is what is, yes. is kind of turns us into the third act. Right. Yeah. Right. Her, her, the finding of the tumor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Moving away. Right? Yeah. I mean, the actual have, moving away kind of starts two, the second, yeah, you the have second have act. Sort of like two, yeah. two moves. Yeah. Yeah. And then the finding the tumor. Mm -hmm. yeah, so those are the middle and of course ultimately she dies. Mm -hmm. that's, you know, and so, <laughs> and the, 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 that kind of like forces the conclusion. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, I mean it's really they have the little epilogue there so you know everything you know the answer to judgment. But um, Okay. So um Action. Is it a time lock or option lock, and how do we know? Okay, option lock, how do we know? <coughs> I think you're on the right track, but uh, 
What are the options? What are the issues? Uh, um. <laughs> we don't know what the goal is quite yet. Yeah, but right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of dealing with the dysfunctional relationships, it, it sort of is going to continue, well, even beyond Emma's uh, death a bit. But basically, because there's no strict time lock of when she's going to die, they're just working through things as long as they possibly can. Well, okay, that's the last act, but this is something that's really over the whole story. Right. So, if there was a key relationship that this that this story follows, which would it be? I mean, from, from, from an objective from the story. objective story perspective. Because, I mean, oh. certainly the option lock, you know, applies to Aurora, and you know, I mean, there's several guys around her trying to options. No, no, that's not. No. No, it's 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 Emma and and Flap. No. They're you know they get married. That's pretty much when the start story really starts, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's not making anything. <laughs> They're only like, and it's already sort of cursed in terms of where the mother has said this is this is going to, this is not going to work. Mm -hmm. And so you already know her prognosis, and it's sort of like there are only a certain number of ways that can make this relationship work. And the last one is what? It's a very, it's a very clear point where essentially once that question is answered, the rest of it is just sort of falling out from there. Who takes care of the kids? And who's the one who has to answer that is Flap. Right. That's what, that's the last option. We got the, you know, I'm out of the picture now. Who's going to have the kids? That's the crisis. You know, and then he, he bails. So that means, you know, that Aurora then is going to get the kids. She says, I don't want this. You know, so they narrow it down, but he's the one who should be taking them, but who's always been the one who really didn't want children from the very, very first time he finds out she's pregnant, <laughs> you know. So it's it's always been something that's been troublesome, and, and eventually he bails. So I'm trying to remember, what, what was his reaction when she... Had, well, I, she was excited, but he was not. Okay. I'm, I mean, they don't have any money, they don't, you know, he's working all the time, and she's like... And of course, mom's not happy either because she doesn't think it's going to last. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so does it seem to be a success story or a failure story? <laughs> Go with your gut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think they're, they're a <laughs> model <right>. relationship. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And is it good or bad? Where do we end up? Well, we kind of end up with she's people. Well, yeah, but people are kind of smiling at the end. I mean, she smiles before she dies. Yeah. Yeah. And and Flap ends up not having to take care of the kids. He's not a happy guy, but you know that's a that's his. You know, he, he's in the objective story. Yeah. 
you know, everybody else is doing pretty, is doing okay, and they certainly, yeah. Grandma's doing all right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get the sense that kids will be okay. Right. Nicholson steps in. Yeah, so it's kind of like a big loop is, you know, progno uh, prognosis of this is a disaster that's going to happen goes through. It's a disaster, but, you know. Do you get the sense that there's a, that there's still a family? Um, yes. Uh, that, yeah, that, that there's still a family thing going on, and, and, you know, Nicholson is kind of aiding that, you know, being the good neighbor to the kid, and, and the friend is there, and um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's the relationship that's over, but not family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's how I think it, it's. That's why it's the personal tragedy. You know, I mean, it's a, it's the it's a personal yeah, personal triumph. triumph. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it it's almost as though about halfway through the movie, Aurora takes over as main character. You know, because yeah, she just we we see a lot more emotionally things through her eyes, but of course for this audience, it's a lot easier to see things through her eyes because she's a linear thinker. So that, that, there is that. Okay, so it's a yeah, personal triumph. All right. Um, and I, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get to the other story form. I just don't want to, I want us to get a little bit further before we get, start mixing it up. So I might get a little, like, crazy. All right. So everybody okay with the things as we as we are? All right. Now want to figure out where the the, the domains are. Um, this is what we said earlier. I'm going to go overall story manipulation. Okay, because um, the dysfunctional relationships mean that everybody's playing roles and trying to manipulate others. And um, can you give some examples of? People well, who are doing that flat. that are not, yeah, okay, that are not Aurora or Emma or Garrett. Okay. Well, flat goes through playing various roles. We need to move to Nebraska for more money. That's not the case at all. Uh, and he, uh, I can I think he kind of leads. Uh, Emma on several different times. Well, there, there's for, there's a conversation about the li the library. Are, are you, you know, you're, um, and just looking at them as, as objective characters, you know, you're, you know, uh, you, you, oh, I, I fell asleep on the couch at the library, and she goes, oh, I'm on to you, you know, it's like, you know, and, and there's, there's, so, so there's some, you know, just yeah. some, some mind games going on. Mind games, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, to use Aurora, but she plays all kinds of mind games with these various well, guys. certainly. In her life. Mm -hmm. As does, as does Garrett. Yeah. Right. You know, not necessarily always successfully, but... And then, uh, and then Emma sort of does a little bit with Sam. Well, you certainly, and Sam does. He's playing, you know, he's yeah. playing sort of... He's got this, you know, husband role, and then he's got this, oh, I've frustrated... Girl you know, side thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you see, that, you see it all over the place, you know. So I'm the ladies in New York, which, yeah. you know, was kind of... <laughs> she did, Emma doesn't feel like she fits in with that sort of poser. Uh, right, right. So there's a lot of mind games going on there. All right, well that puts the relationship over in activity. Now, 
what's interesting, you know, I think you see a lot of the, um, you see a lot of the relationship and activity, particularly with regard to the uh, Aurora Garrett stuff. I mean, that's heavily the, the relate that that part because most of the stuff you see with mom and daughter is remote. Mm-hmm. That's why it almost seems more of a parallel. But but Aurora definitely get you see a really a huge dose of that in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and where do we see what well, we said? Uh, so this is the main character, mm-hmm. and then of course this is the influence character, which which. Is yes. I mean, as Aurora, that's Aurora to a T. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole idea of you know why do you do these say these things to shock me? You know? mm-hmm. She is so prim and proper as a as a as an ideal. <laughs> she sees you know holds this sort of way that you know she's going to react to things and things should be done and said a certain way and. Of course, her daughter does everything exactly the opposite um, and challenges that, as, as does the astronaut. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly by the latter, you know, the last bit of it, you've got the main character is defined by situation, but you also have her by, because she's married to this okay. lug and away. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's been sort of taken away from her family and that's sort of estranged that that sort of you know she's married with children (laughs) her mom was like just you know why can't you do abortion you know (laughs) just go across go across the state line and Mm -hmm. you can deal with it (laughs) Um, that's it that seem okay Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems to be that that I also agree. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, so, and of course, when you have dysfunctional family stories, they usually end up with manipulation of psychology anyway. Uh, now, let's look at the concerns, and we've got, um, you know, either the past understanding memories and developing a plan, or how things are changing, doing. Impulsive responses playing a role, mm. which sounds pretty good. Yeah, uh, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or present, gathering information, and contemplation, conceiving an idea, or future, obtaining innermost desires, and changing one's nature. Um, anybody have a strong feeling? Well, for Emma, that yeah. I, uh, the, the feeling I get the most, most of all, is she's constantly concerned with how things are going. Right, and mostly... Are they going better or downhill? Yeah, I know. Are they are things yeah. going uphill or downhill? Starts and off, okay, we're in this kind of crappy house, married, but it's uh, it's not really improving. Then I she mean, doesn't I mean, have money, then she's, you know... Gets I mean, down. when they first move, it's like, oh, this is great, this is great, you know? and then But then you just kind of see how things are just kind of getting into a rut and just kind of getting old, you know, and routine, and and losing trust with each other, and and, and that's, that, yeah, that, that's all kind of a progressive thing. Um, and the role-playing, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just look at, I 
look at Aurora and her bows, mm -hmm. and they're all just sort of, you know, each one is play, has their role to play, mm -hmm. including the astronaut. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that one seems to work the best for me, because, like, I, I don't want to see anybody here developing much of a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one you was playing a role and progress, progress, how things are changing. And the other thing is the impulsive responses is perfect for for um, Aurora. Aurora, especially because she starts off and she's so trying to prevent any having revealing any impulsivity at all. Although she's very quick to respond, but she, you know, and one of the things that that happens is that the astronaut pretty much brings out an awful lot of uh, a rea a reaction to that, and of course, and by the end, you know, she she can't really her barriers are down, you know, and she she cries and all sorts of things that she would never see herself doing. Mm -hmm. the, the, well, know, she shows the and screaming. Her, my daughter needs the mm -hmm. medication or shot. My daughter, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a, it is a slow change. I mean, you see the the change start to happen like from halfway on, and then it just right. kind of uh, grows. Um, well, she shows a lot of impulsiveness in the first two scenes, where she's afraid her daughter might be dead, so she pinches her to get her right. make sure she's alive, and then she so misses having her husband in the bedroom, she goes in and sleeps with her daughter. Just well, which obviously she's done before because the daughter yeah. says, "You want to sleep yeah. with me again?" Right. Mm, yeah. And so it's like the then the sort of later version, as Emma has grown up, it's like um, Aurora has really tried to rein all that in and hold it for years and years and years, but it ultimately breaks down all over again. She right. finally gets back to the impulsivity at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's uh, bring up the software and. Uh, See if we can get it down to something a little more, a, a little tighter. It is what it is. All right, so we said steadfast doer. There you go. Who could that, <laughs> who could that be? Actually, I'm going to do that either for the moment. Um, action, option, failure, good. Um, and raw story. Manipulation, concern, playing a role. All right. Um, so we have under playing a role in terms of the the thematic issues. Uh, any of four. So the overall story. Knowledge, ability, thought, and desire. 
do any of which of these might be do you think Certainly, I mean, you certainly hear issues of ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Flaps lack of. Right. <laughs> um, desire, possibly. Uh, knowledge or thought. Is that. Yes, no, maybe so. Let's back out and let's look at some of the other choices we have for our main character. We've got fact, fantasy, security, and threat, which is actually a really good quad, I think, um, for uh, Emma. Uh, Although I'd probably go with the security threat pair. Yes, that's um, exactly the pair I would, too. Um, okay. uh, it, feels, well, it feels more security than threat, um, I think, but... Right, sort of, sort of the insecurity mm-hmm. issue, and then we look at the relationship, uh, the uh, influence character, value, confidence, worry, and worth. That's a great quad for for Aurora. <laughs> yeah, I go with confidence versus worry. Yeah, and one or the you know, one or the other. And in the relationship, we have. Wisdom, skill, experience, and enlightenment. Uh, hmm. Enlightenment. Interesting. It doesn't seem to be. To me, it doesn't. It seems to like wisdom and enlightenment more in the relationship. It could be. A, it could be could experience. It could be experience, but skill doesn't really speak. Skill, no, but. So let's look at our main character unique ability. Okay, fact, threat, or fantasy. This would be hmm. the thing that would make Emma uniquely able to have the relationship uh, end in success. Well, let me let me ask you this. Okay, if all right, so we have a story concern and therefore the story goal of playing a role or being. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how can we how how can we state that so we kind of understand what what is what is it exactly that failed? Um, well, they start they they really <laughs> I think they give up playing the roles that would be necessary to keep the relationship to keep the marriage to keep the marriage alive. Mm-hmm. They they just stop the role playing. I mean, you see it happening. This role playing, role playing. It's like okay, let's just call it you know that like it is. And then Aurora quits playing the field, which is part of that overall story. Well, I think she stops. Pl- I think she stops. Uh, well, when when circumstances compel it, she stops playing uh, many of the roles that she's been playing, and just becomes more. Real. She has to deal with, um, you know, facts. Well, but uh, she's she still play. She's still playing. She's almost like pa- playing a teenager. I mean, as much as she can, she's like. Juggling boyfriends. But no, not ju- she's oh. not juggling them. I mean, they're the ones who are like constantly trying to. But she's. Toward the end, at the end, she's not juggling. She has a boyfriend. There's right. just one. She's got that you know. And the rest have just sort of become part of the extended family almost. You know, they're kind of like flies hanging around. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, okay. I think I think it may be, you know, it might be something like threat, but it's not, not at all the story we see. 
I don't know. For a unique ability, I'm or I'm kind of I'm kind of going towards facts because it's just it's a fact of her condition, the fact of her circumstances that I think is the most uh, would have the most bearing on the story goal. It's the the fact that she has three children. The fact okay now now we have to face the fact that she yeah. has uh, a terminal cancer, um, and uh, that. And honestly, you know, and, and just having to deal with, with the reality as it is now, I think is a strong point. I mean, yeah. The fact is she's getting married, right? Right. Comes it, or not. Yeah. At the, at the beginnings, her, you know, the fact is I'm getting married, period. Yeah. Whatever. Come or not come. Yeah. So we look at I, her. I think that, yeah. So but this creates some interesting effects elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we have critical flaw, skill, experience, enlightenment. Yeah, skill. She's not equipped to skill to be in the critical flaw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, well, that uh, mm-hmm. yeah, my gut there is skill also Fact because skill. Uh, because okay because um, <coughs> I think uh, her I mean her skills at conducting a lot. I mean you know her mother exposes kind of her lack of skills of being able to you know handle another child you know and. Uh, uh, you know, and defending her husband's, you know, skills that, you know, um, uh, so, I, and certainly her skills at, you know, you see, you see it in the grocery store, her skill at negotiating the fact that, that you know, of dealing with the fact that, uh, uh, they're short a few bucks, um, uh, certainly under, uh, 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 undermines her, you know, credibility at that point, um, so I, li- I do like sk- fact skill combinations. There's something too also about her lack of skill is when she says she doesn't work. Uh-huh. Like all the other women look at her like, like this is all she has is the yeah. family. So she doesn't have any other skill mm-hmm. to cope with. Well, so so that would so that would be yeah that could be. So it's we have for the for. Um, Aurora's unique ability, we have value, worry, and worth, which not to me sounds like worry, but yeah. you know, in terms but of in how terms she of can really in terms of her being able to undermine Emma. You know you what? Know. She's still well under undermine her or at least get under her skin. It's like she still in spite of their conflicts, you know, they still value you know, the, the the relationship, the phone relationship, even is still valuable. Um, <coughs> but that's uh, yeah. But I don't know that that's the. Uh, I mean, I, that would I would say if you were looking at the relationship through line, but you're looking at Aurora. And I mean, it, it's. It, I mean, I can see value, like her values being, being the thing that uh, that undermine her. I don't know. Well, what's, what's the critical flaw choices? Um, the critical flaw, we have ability, so, desire, hmm. and thought. Hmm. Okay. So let's let's try a couple of these uh, that we've... Um, oh, okay, the other thing let's do, let's look, at the, let's look at the benchmarks. Our main character who's got a concern of how things are changing 
the benchmark of either the past or the future? I think the future. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of, you know, having to reconcile the past. Not at all. It's, it's all about what's... She's dealing with the future. What are we going to do with the kids? Um, what's going to become of me? Um... What's going on in the overall story? We have playing a role. Well, and also it seems like more changing one's nature. Yeah. Yeah. So changing the nature. If, if the so. OS is about relationships, it's yeah. definitely about changing the nature of the relationships. Huh? What does that do? Yes. Yeah. She's not right. It works good for her, for Aurora. Although it picks yeah, linear. It picks linear and. So that well, narrows us down the unique ability to to two. Hold on a sec. The past and understanding. I mean, it does don't. I don't see the main character dealing with the past at all. I mean, how, where does it come up in her through line at all? Any. Separate girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, it's in a way that's kind of. You didn't see Aurora during doing memories either. Not really. It's all about her desire. <coughs> I think the. That's why I said. That's why I didn't choose the problem-solving style because that's kind of a tough one for us, but it does seem to be much more about changing this nature. So oh. when we get, what, what, what are the two choices left under unique ability in Proof of Law? For main character, it's threat oh. and fantasy. Oh. Well, it takes hmm. out the one I wanted. <laughs> right. Um, so... Well, maybe it is fantasy because when she's dealing with cancer, it's like just tell everyone people get better. I'm gonna be fine. Um, it's also maybe thinking that the next pregnancy will help stuff. So there's an element mm -hmm. of fantasy to it. Yeah, this unfortunately I don't think these when we when we pick fact, fact and skill are okay, but I really don't think knowledge. Well, that's not, <laughs> things, that's not things, too bad. But the no, the knowledge of this relationship between uh, Flap and what's her name, uh, the girl, graduate student, uh, Janice, Janice, uh, certainly accelerates the pace. Yeah, but that only—I mean, that's basically twice. Yeah. Um, Just it's not. Alright, I feel like we're fumbling a bit. Yeah, well, that, like you said, there, it feels like there's um, Catalyst. There's, you know, possibly one, more, than one. more than one story, story for him right now. I would concede holistic that. Hmm? Of, of all the problems, of everything we've gone through, the problem is style seems the least concrete. Right, right. No, I agree that it is. The only problem is that I think that if you, you pick. 
it sure doesn't seem to be the past. That's the thing. Is it really does not seem to be the past. Right. But she really, to me, she does seem to be a holistic thinker. Um, I mean, the relationships about and the so benchmark is obtaining. If you switch it so that the through lines are in coming the future. I'm sorry. You switch it so that the through lines are in becoming a team. That's what it is right now. No, I know, but if you flop them, does that will it still will linear still come up with the benchmarks that are being in progress and pulsive responses? So the concern to becoming instead of being. Yeah, if you switch those, it's still the same, right? Linear will be the, the two opposite. Uh, I don't know. Let's try. Well, there's, let's see what we have for our unique ability then. So this is, I mean, having impulsive responses as the benchmark versus in Reservoirs, that works better certainly for Aurora. Um, and I'm okay with how things are changing as a benchmark. I mean, how things are going, yeah. Changing one's nature is the overall story concern. I can see that in, in Flap. Well, and being a, you know, the, the father, the family man thing, where he really, you know, he wants to sort of become the you know, I'm going to be the head of the the department. You know, um, let's see. Let's look at the, the unique ability, openness, and choice. This is a whole lot different. Um, let's see the catalyst, rationalization, and responsibility. That fits a lot better. <laughs> Yeah. But what do you think? She's pretty open. Um, yes, well, she is, actually. She's more she open is very anyway. open. She's telling everyone everything. But is the other one but it, true? But, uh, but the other thing is choice. And I, honestly, those, those are two. Because there is a big thing, you know, issue with choice for her, I think. Um, well, those are the dynamic pairs. So you're going to have, it's going to be one versus the other. The question is, is, it, is the issue um, choices that are made versus being open, or is it openness versus the choices we've made, you know? Or, you mean on the unique ability level? Or, yeah. Or, okay. Um, and now if we look at the issues, okay, these issues, openness, delay, choice, and preconception. Preconception. No, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Preconception is what? Critical flaw, self-interest, and attitude. 
Alfonso's kind of sounds pretty good. You know, in terms of her impact on Aurora, I mean, certainly she's she has a she has. A, uh, Wait, her impact on Aurora? Well, yeah, I mean, main character impacts the in, impact character too, right? So uh, she, she does kind of. I mean, I think openness is, is would be a good choice because that's um, uh, you know when she's talking to her mother about the you know the astronauts like you know she's her argument is kind of be open to yeah you know new experiences here you know it, it's been how many years since you've done it you know kind of thing um, she's open to having an affair I mean, she, you know just. So that's not going to really help with the relationship. <laughs> well, but yeah, <laughs> it, it helps her cope with this uh, uh, hmm. um, I mean, I think that I picked this critical flaw of self-interest because I think to me that's probably the sure. more overtly obvious one, with as far as Emma's concerned. That when she's doing things very specifically in her own self-interest, that threatens the stability for the kids and other things. Yeah. And also, and and also, you know, it. Yeah. And see, I think that I, I don't know how this works when you're looking at it backwards. When you have a change, change influence character, it's the unique ability is not about the influence on the main on the influence character. But you might have the critical flaw might have that sort of boomerang effect back. I don't know. I'd have to think about that from a theory point. Especially when you're looking at a failure. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking from a, a well, from a theory point of view, I'd have to figure that out if that's the case. But it definitely would never be the unique ability because mm-hmm. um, that's that's connected to the overall story. So it's definitely not that connection. Um, the overall story. Um, Issue of responsibility versus obligation. Okay, now it's really sounding like their family issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it seems like it's more like responsibility. We can look at the elements, but yeah, it seems more like responsibility because you know this is where you're taking it. You take responsibility. You know, it's not something that you are given or or you know have a. She you know she takes. The responsibility for getting married. She takes the responsibility for the children, you know. Um, and Lord knows, Aurora wants everybody to take their responsibility for their own actions. Um, and Flap doesn't take responsibility for anything. Um, but let's look. Let's just look. Since we've got it down to eight story forms, let's uh, save this. Um, Teams. teams, yes, that's right. It's the sports version. <laughs> Thank you. Tears. Yes. There you go. It's always a good double meaning title. Themes of endearment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's look at. We were in the. Uh, character. Overall story. Nature. All right, so we have 
either responsibility or obligation. So, oh no, controlled, uncontrolled. Mm. <laughs> Constant temptation. I wonder if that's going to possibly fall into it. <laughs> Considering we were also talking about responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, logic, feeling, help, and hinder. I mean, you can you could see that. I see logic and feeling being more of the subjective story than the objective story. So, uh, yeah. I know where help and hinder falls in. So, yeah, that, the responsibility group really sees all of those. Yeah, that does. Everybody's, does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you just you just see that that being a real issue with everyone. So, what does that give us for our main character? So, choice or preconception. So, we can have Let's see where we have. Okay, the problem could either be logic or feeling. To being a steadfast character. Right. She's she she's just she stays on her uh, her problems, <coughs> her um, source of motivation. Right? right. So if you look at the symptom, that's going to be either conscience or temptation, or control or uncontrolled as the symptom or response. Character for a second because sure. Sure. that will um, have a bearing on. There yes. There we go. Because um, we got dream and denial uh, as the uh, we're, we're looking for the issue, right? Well, we're looking for the problem. So the problem's either going to be conscience or temptation, or the group of elements above it, or or. Controlled or uncontrolled. Oh. Oh. I mean, c control is a problem for her. Um, it's certainly something I felt throughout. It's certainly, I mean, it's, it's pretty blatantly stated, in fact. Um, and, I, I, and, and for her, logic and feeling... For Aurora? For Aurora. I mean, I definitely uh, um, well. see logic and feeling being a, being a factor in her... Uh, uh, through a line. So, if she's control, symptom of feeling, response of logic. That definitely okay. sounds right. Now, uh, it, uh, issue of dream, uh, uh, okay, unique ability of closure, fine, but issue of dream? Um, well, I think it seems to me that she has this desired future that does not fall within Yeah, what she wants for her daughter is not going to happen because her daughter is married to a schlub. And, you know, I mean, the story starts basically once the marriage happens. And she has, dream, you know, bigger dreams for her daughter and they just are not, they're, they're really, they may have one point been hope, but once she got married to him and got pregnant and wouldn't get rid of it, it, it became sort of the nightmare she was expecting it to be. Yeah. You know? Can, can I look at, look at denial as issue? And, and I think hope and hinder is certainly something that Aurora struggles with, like the whole abortion thing, 
Okay, let's do one thing before we do that. Let's just see what the effect of this is. So we look at the overall story. The problem is control. The symptom is temptation. And conscience is the response. See that? Seems like temptation. See people more giving in to temptation than than. Isn't that the problem? Yeah, I thought that's closer might to be that. The problem. Yeah, that's closer. That certainly. Well, if if the okay, that means that her problem is temptation too. Right. And she changes over the conscience. You mean so Aurora. she's a change character, Aurora, Aurora. right? Yeah, she I, the think, same I think she does. I mean, it's part she realizes she's got to take care of her daughter and not just. Well, the the in, the symptom of help and the response of hinder certainly describes her behavior. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you know, if you ask her for help, then it's like now I'm going to have to make this a lot more difficult for you. Well, that seems backwards. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they had that conversation. She has a conversation with her daughter about that when she's asking for money. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying about Aurora having these hopes and kind of in denial for a long time that they're that they're, that they're sort of still holding them out. So but yeah, the issue of denial feels a lot stronger than dream. So. Well, and the people around her, she's constantly denying them. Mm-hmm. You know. She's and she's denying herself, you know, um, with her, you know, with her demeanor, with her attitude. So sort of in she couldn't be she demeanor. Wants, she needs nah. a man. She wants a man. Right. Okay, so the overall story, we see the symptom is control, the response uncontrolled. That sounds a lot better. I mean, that's the controlling mother, so I'm going to go and do whatever the hell I want. The controlling wife, I'm going to do whatever I want. The controlling, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, you know, even with even even when uh, you have Aurora talking about uncontrolled, you know, it's the <coughs> she's been so controlled for such a long time, and it's been so problems that she finally is, you know, you've got what's the name? Basically, it's all about uncontrolled. The astronaut. It's all about, not only that, he's also about temptation, but he exhibits it by, you know, getting drunk and driving all over and all that stuff. So that works nicely. We look at our main character. So we have her problem as hinder. Wow, that really works. So she thinks the problems are when things are, are essentially sort of in her, making things more difficult for her. And the solution is is actually help, but she's a steadfast character, so he never really gets the help that would satisfy her. And again, control being the symptom, her mother being a really big representation of that, but and the uh, uncontrolled response. And then the relationship we have <coughs> morality. Okay, that's a really good one there. <laughs> Uh, the problem being temptation, the symptom is faith, and the response is disbelief. Hmm. 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 So this is between 
being certain of accepting something is certain without proof. Um, So this is a through line between mother and daughter. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in in one way, it's, don't like you believe when it? She gets, when Eva gets married, it's it's sort of because uh, Aurora has faith that she would never do such a thing, and it's sort of like the the problem is mom's faith. She's she's well, do expecting and trusting me to do certain things, and I don't have to do those things. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like she strikes out against them. To create this belief or to show mom, I don't believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This belief is um, I mean, I can certainly see the fact that neither one believe the other. They, they right. say stuff and so they're constantly saying, well, you don't really mean that. Or that it's yeah. just like, you know, you're not really saying what you believe. You're being open, but you might not be saying, you know, you. you that that can't be. That's not true. Okay, so let's look at the uh, report for this. Now, oh, let me save this. I'm going to go one. Ah. Oh. That's why I saved. I, that's all right. I had saved it. So we got um, action option lock failure good. The overall story demand manipulation. Concern of changing one's nature with a benchmark of playing a role. Um, talk about that a sec. When we look at Aurora as the mother, as the you got you've got her. Everybody wanting to marry her and her. Worrying about, actually, she's very concerned about changing her nature. The whole grandma thing is a real big deal. <laughs> her being turning 50, not 52. Oops, I bumped. That's a really big deal. Um, so, yeah, you do see that. You see that the, uh, Flap is trying to, you know, become something more than an, an adjunct professor at a nothing college. You know, so becoming head of a department, um, sort of becoming desirable. <laughs> I think he's got that sort of public. You have, you know, uh, the Emma being concerned with her growing family and how it's changing. The nature of her family is changing. Responsibility versus commitment. Just about every single conversation between Emma and Flap is about that. The catalyst of rationalization, so things get really move. The story moves forward mm -hmm. when they basically, <laughs> especially flap, kind of lies. You know, sure. comes up yeah. with excuses about something. So it's like, okay, then we can just then let's just move on. And inhibitor of hope. You know, when things look like they might start to work out, they kind of slows down, and then then the, then the rationalizations pop up again. So we have. Developing a plan, 
playing a role, changing one's nature, conceiving the idea. I think the conceiving the idea one is what's going to happen to mommy? And what's going to happen to the family? So the developing a plan is sort of how can we make this work? Well, developing a plan, that's, that's all, you know, uh, getting the job, making the move. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 building a new life in a new town, really. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, how are we going to make it work? Yeah. And then playing a role, it's like being the mother, being the uh, you know the uh, professor, um, being the um, uh, femme fatale to all these suitors. You know. I like the I like the consequence of obtaining. I think it's loss. Not only of, of Emma, but also the children. You know, children losing yeah. losing a father, well. the father losing the children. Yeah. Cost innermost desires. That's really nice. In terms of it, you know, you see. I think you know Aurora kind of shows that most, and the and the kids, especially the sec the, the younger son. Pivot into the future. That's probably the kids again. Uh, main character. So they have a swing for next Yes, they do. Uh, the main character, steadfast, star, doer, holistic. Situation, concerned with the future. Preconception versus openness. Okay. So she's. Uh, well, so certainly you see it right again at the beginning about the preconceptions that her mother has about her and her marriage, or what she she thinks it's not going to, you know, make a difference. Um, she thought maybe he would, you know, being married and having children might be a little bit different than it was. Things are changing. Future, the past, and the present. Hmm. Oh, we have the past. You get that little bit about the friends. You know, yeah. Her mm -hmm. friend comes back, and they do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Influence, character, fixed attitude, innermost desires. Yeah, she's got a real problem with her innermost desires. Clamp <laughs> them down. Denial. Unique ability of closure. Um, That's interesting. Okay, problem of temptation. And again, it's like, I'm, you know, I, I'd be curious how the story form would turn out if, if we put Aurora in the main character um, position, but still keep her in the, you know, the mind domain. Still keep her in sort of the same area, but uh, how would it, sh you know, how would it shake out? It'd be a stop story, you know, um, but it's interesting that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, problem of temptation, solution of conscience, it's one of those things where it seems like if she was the main character, it'd be more of a problem of conscience and a solution of temptation, because she's, she kind of needs to let go, she kind of need, need, needs to let the next-door neighbor no, feel no. her up. You See, know? that's not the way I would read that, because I think the problem with her, for, for her temptation is that that's her hot button. 
She sees all these guys. It's just like when, what's his name, grabs her breast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you spoiled it. You know, that's, that's, that's the thing that's, that's the hot button. Mm-hmm. As opposed to really, it's like, stop thinking about yourself, you know. Stop. Just, well, yeah. You know, I think she, her temptation is self-absorbed. Yeah, she's very self-absorbed. And I think temptation is just that, like, always about her, just, you know, not really thinking about anybody else. Right. And, and she's constantly tempting these people around her. The guys, right. I mean, my God. You know, she's giving them little kisses and then holding it back. And it's like... No, it, is, it was a good exchange when, you know, she, she was... Um, they're in the hospital room. She's talking to Emma, and, and Emma says, um, "I'm sick, so can we stop talking about you?" <laughs> yeah, can we stop yeah. talking about you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, power for that. Right, right. I think that's what I mean. That means by temptation. It's like kind of it's our hot button. It's not that she's being tempted, but that's the it, temptation is her problem. She doesn't know how to deal with temptation, you know, and. She's constantly tempting people, though. I mean, she's she's teasing them, and so she's sending out mixed signals. She's all about the tease, but then really know how to deal with it when it's turned back on her. Right, and she sees these guys who are all around her trying to help her as being really undesirable, and the one that's most desirable is the one that's basically, you know, he represents temptation, but he's... You know, he really is like making it really difficult for her. You know, he's the hindered character, and it's just like that makes it that's much more attractive to her. Her critical flaw commitment. Mm. It's almost it's it's more the lack of commitment, I think, to her daughter. She's committed, but she will she is always holding back. In, in extremely conditional ways. Yeah, yeah. And that just sort of like, okay mom, whatever responses I, that's absolutely I think it's better as a benchmark than as a than as a concern only because we see that progress over time she her she's has her impulsive response completely in check at the beginning of the story by the end she's pretty much a mess you know, screaming and crying and you know um So activity, obtaining, morality versus interest. See, so yeah, to me, this is this is much more about where the relationship between Aurora and the and uh, what's his name exists. Because you have a little a little bit of this between the two of them, but for the most part, except for the last act. You know, the whole middle of the story is, it's almost exclusively between, I think that the relationship through line is expressed through Aurora and uh, Garrett. I mean, and this is then, it's all about, you know, doing and obtaining, you know, and getting some, (laughs) you know, morality versus self-interest and the problem of temptation, you know, it's inhibitor of delay, you know, catalyst approach. 
I mean, all that stuff, and, and benchmark dirt, that all really just describes that, that thrilling. I think that's what we're seeing. That's why it feels like it's a separate story, because it's not with the main character. But it's the influenced character who's acting like a main character. That's what's so bizarre. Yep, that's 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 that, that's again. I I I I would sort of um, uh, I, you know, I I would want to do a story form with Aurora's main character, and then. And again, my, my initial instinct was Emma and Garrett kind of... Well, let's, um, let's just try that. handoff. Okay, let's try that. So we will have... So she would be to change. She would be the beer. The beer, linear, action, option lock, failure, good. But we keep the uh, overall story manipulation. pretty much the same, same thing. Uh, Nature, our main character, okay. We had. Uh, oh, we're going to explain a role as the uh, bridge player. That's good. Right, that's the way it was last time. Yeah. I mean, that, that, none of it's. The only thing that's different is we made a change, but that's made it the start. Stop story as opposed to start. And, and, and start, that was another thing. I mean, as a start story, it absolutely feels like. Like, Emma is waiting for the good stuff to begin. You know, she's holding out, she's got getting more kids, and it's just, it's not, it's not starting, you know? It's, it's supposed to get better. Right. <laughs> well, but if, you, if you're looking at Aurora, uh, you know, something inside, in, internal to herself needs to, needs to stop. She needs to Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. No, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that relationship absolutely works. So we look at, see, what did we say it was? Well, if you go, well, go to the overall story. I'd say do the same, have, do everything oh, the same uh, on the overall story, was which was responsibility. And then, what was it, temptation? I think the top problem was temptation, yes. And then, um, so then you have, then you still have her problem, temptation of conscience, inner help, right? Um, so but it's backwards. It's now... Catalyst attitude, I kind of like that. Inhibitor rationalization. Um, so I, you know, I think there's, there are. Yeah, I think I, I yeah, I think it's kind of a blend of these, these two. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I was as I was watching, you know, because I, I, you know, I saw it like 30 years ago, so. I, only vaguely remembered it, but you know, as I'm watching it today, I'm still kind of waiting for, you know, what exactly, what exactly is the story going to kick in, you know, especially with, you know, trying to trying to get some coalescence on what the overall story is. You go back to the first one. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, put back the first one because I was looking at the act order, and the act order is for the relationship. I think works better 
understanding, doing, obtaining, learning, or gathering information, versus doing, obtaining, gathering information, understanding. Yeah, you'd have to kind of go through it and sit. But anyway, um, it's a, it is a, it's an interesting alternative. It's not significantly different, but it does. Uh, right. It'll be there'll be some subtle. But again, it's just it's just where are you positioning yourself? Are you positioning yourself, you know, with Emma, or are you positioning yourself with with Aurora? But I think the movie is trying trying to get you to do. Well, I mean, it's based on a novel, right? And it, or is it just instinctively? Activities in the relationship, and because the daughter, she can do the. You couldn't do it with the mother and daughter, so then that's why they put in the Gary character to kind of take over. Right, so to the fill in that. Complete. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm getting, you know, the bases. Right, emotionally, it's making the argument. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It's just as it puts her in, in that. When you look at the world in terms of change in steadfast characters, it doesn't matter. But when you look at it in terms of main characters and influence characters, it does matter. So, from a change, if you're, if you're writing for the idea of this is a character who's going to change, and that we're really looking at Aurora as the change character, then constructing it that way really doesn't, it, it's not a problem. It just, you end up with this sort of weird perspective shift that, um, is not consistent because the way that Rora sees the world is not at all the same way as Emma sees the world. And Emma and, and Garrett are, don't really think they, you know, look at the two and they don't really look like they share the same perspective. But they have the same kind of influence, they have a kind of changing, transformative influence on. Aurora. So it's I think that's what that we're you know, dealing with illustrating it. Because it's you know, apart I mean, from the last argument. act, there's not a whole lot of interaction between mother and daughter. I mean in terms of trying to determine the author's intent, the author being the writer director, you know, uh, as well as the original novelist. Um, I mean but but looking at the writer director, I mean you know, I mean Shirley McLean was at the top of the bill. So, right, right. Um, uh, that could be that. That could be a clue that uh, she was intended to be the main character. Could be. Yeah, we'd have to probably. I'd rather come up with a story form that was sort of, a, kind of from scratch as opposed to just an inverse. Because mm -hmm. I'm not as happy with the like the influence character for her daughter would be help. Problem would be help. It's mm. like mm, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so yeah. anyway. Mm. Otherwise, I think it. I think it works. Did you have any questions? I mean, this is like you're being thrown in the deep end, right? Here. Yeah, that's great. Let's, let's tread water. So I mean, that so you see that the process is primarily is to try to. It's hard when you're analyzing somebody else's work because you don't have the answers. But you can look to, you have one advantage is you can look to actually the work and say, what am I seeing? Yeah. Um, 
you know, when you're doing your own work, it's a lot more about what what do I want to have it be, and not what it could, not what it could have, should have, but what what will it be? Because you actually determine it, unless you're analyzing your own work. If you're creating something, you say, I want it to be this kind of a story. So you actually establish it as opposed to trying to you know, second guess the second author. guess the author, yeah, right? The author is not yes, I agree. But I think that there's a lot of second guessing yourself when you're when right. building it. So it's uh, I find this very valuable, um, but easier than <laughs> building my own. Well, you know, one point. of the other things might be too is that when you're doing your own, depending on how you write, if you're a structuralist, doing this up front is really helpful. If you're not a structuralist, then the best thing to do is just write and then see what it is that you have and which, and of what you have, what you want to use. And use that as the sort of the bouncing board against this. Even if you don't have a lot, you can, by knowing what you don't want, that's also just as, you know, as good as figuring out what you do want. Um, if you use the story guide, as well, you can make multiple choices as opposed to this story engine, which is really an advanced user's tool. I, I don't recommend new users use the story engine. Um, it's handy because you get to see the changes, but it's got very little help, and you can't make sort of multiple choices. You don't have to only pick one thing. The other ones you can pick, you know, you can either just not touch anything or pick three out of four or something like that so that you're not narrowing it down quite so much. Yeah, okay. The gist is in there too in the story guide. Right. So that, that even goes, gives you, you know, even more flavors of the same thing so you get a, a better sense of what each of those are. Yeah. I've glanced at it. I feel like you could spend yeah. years fine-tuning which what you really want to say? So right. I'm scared to. Well, you have a good to invest somebody <laughs> to figure. Yeah, no, a good teacher. So. I'm getting a lot of it. Yeah, it's great. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com. Dot com.